0: Hey Jason, how are you doing today? Doing good, Chris. We are uh, uh, moving
1: right along this morning. Yes, we are, and yes, uh, we are. We got some fun things to talk about today. That's and right. Welcome, here, welcome to episode thirty-five. Yep, at leading is and and serving.
0: serving. Yay.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, we're
0: moving right along. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So, what
1: are we what are we talking about today? Let's jump right into. You Just want ready to jump go. in. Okay, I'm ready to go. Okay, well, let's go. Um, we're going to review a couple of tools that we have. Talked about in the past, okay, and we want to just kind of renew the thoughts around these, kind of integrate two tools at the same time, Mm -hmm. and talk about our relationships, okay, specifically um, the challenge around some of um, um, I have a a friend I'm part of another group Mm -hmm. Uh, we call them workships, okay, friendships and workships. All right. And so, what does that look like in in our work relationships, um, and how we how we work through those some of those things? So mm-hmm. we'll we'll jump in. All, All right. right. So the support challenge matrix is is basically quadrants. Okay. You've got mm-hmm. the the two lines dividing north, south, east, west. Right. Okay. Um, going up the the line going north and south is uh, support. Are you a high support or are you a low support type of person? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, support is the type of deal <gasps> where you're you're encouraging people. Uh-huh. You're making sure they have the resources, making sure they have what they need to do to get the job done right. Um, you know, you don't you don't turn a carpenter loose without a hammer, right? You know, so support is: Hey, do you have the right tools for the job? You can, you know, you can do this. You got this. Uh-huh. Um, you know, what the end product looks like. Great. Do you, you know, you got the skills? How can we train you? How can we get you going? You know, uh-huh. anything that just helps them get the job done—that's support. Um, the East West line is for challenge. And so, challenge would be, um, you know, setting timelines or deadlines or um, quality standards or you know things along the line of okay, um, you're after say a million dollars of sales this year. Mm -hmm. Okay, what do we need to be at the end of Q1? Where do we need to be at the end of Q2? And we set these goals, these challenges, um, and we're we're pushing each other to be better. Okay. Okay. So support is giving what's necessary to succeed, and challenge is bringing that. uh, adding some risk to it, I guess, okay. is, is one way of saying it. Where you're, you're creating a, you know, a culture where we are going to be our best.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're not just providing the tools, but we're. How do we become our best? Okay. And how do we reach these goals? And so, each personality, um, either in the workplace or in other realms of our life, every personality tends to one or the other. Okay. Okay. Um, So you might lean more to the support side. That may come very easy for you, and the challenge might be a lot harder. Um, Mm -hmm. Or you could be the type of person who the challenge is no problem. I can I can lay out a challenge. I can tell people (laughs) where they need to be and when they need to be there. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know that support is really difficult. Um, One of the challenges for us as leaders is to not just lean into the one that's most natural to us. Okay. Okay. So for example, I, I probably lean towards support the most. Yeah. That's where I, you know, that, that just comes natural for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if I just lean into that and I'm like, I'm a support guy, I don't need to bring challenge. Mm -hmm. What I end up doing is I keep, I, I create this protective culture around me. And so people feel incredibly supported. They're like, man, yeah, I've got every tool I need. I actually have more tools than I need. Right. You know, the work environment's awesome. It's excellent. My friendships or relationships around the office are great. Wait, what did I need to do again? Oh. (laughs) So we lose that challenge. Right. And so there's kind of this sense of entitlement of like, you know, hey, I can come and I get done what I get done. And it doesn't really matter because, man, this this place is awesome. Right. (laughs) And so there's this entitlement and there's even kind of a level of mistrust because – in the back of my mind, as a support person, I'm still going, okay, yeah, but we got two weeks. We mm. need to deliver this on Friday of next week. We got to get this done, right? But I never communicate that, and so when Friday comes and goes and it's not delivered, yeah, and it's not ready, then Monday comes and I'm like, okay, surely it'll come through today. Right? You got what you need, right? Right. <laughs> you, we're, you know, you got what you need to get this done, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I got everything I need. Okay. Well, then Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, and then another Friday comes, and then I blow up. Mm-hmm. you know and I'm just I'm just frustrated I'm exhausted I'm done I'm like you're done <laughs> right We needed to have this in a week ago and so then it's a Jekyll Hyde type situation right where now I'm finally bringing some challenge and I'm frustrated you know all this emotions in place and now it just creates a culture of mistrust around me mm-hmm. because when is he gonna blow when is it right you know how do I know if I'm even meeting the expectations right right So I kind of lean that way yeah. You know, um, people though also lean the other way. Uh There's some personalities that lean into challenge and it just comes very natural for them. They're like, Hey, here's a project. We need this done in two weeks. Here's your budget for it. Let's get it done. Two days later. Hey, how you doing on that? Have you done the X, Y, and Z? Okay, great. Let's, you know, we got these next three tasks ahead, right? Okay. Got it. And they're very good at laying out projects, laying out expectations. Um, but they may not understand the support side that may not come come easy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, you know, I've, I've certainly been with some leaders who are very high on that challenge side. Yeah. And I felt very challenged to get everything right and done right and properly on time mm-hmm. and such. But I don't know that I felt like I had the encouragement. I don't feel like I had the support, you know, the tools necessary or whatever it might have been. I didn't feel like they really cared about me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so when you lean into that challenge and you're all challenged, that creates this dominating culture around you. Right. And it kind of creates this this sense of fear, you know. Because I, I certainly felt under some of these leaders of like, man, if I don't get this done, uh-huh. if I don't have this level of detail appropriate, or I'm not, you know, I miss a receipt on my expense report, <laughs> right? I'm I'm my my butt's on the line, right? You know? <laughs> and uh, so this this culture of domination and kind of manipulation. Because uh-huh. then I start learning the system and going, well, if I do this, this, and this, that keeps them happy, right? But the couple of things that Aren't really. I mean, they're core. They're necessary, but they're not a part of the challenge. I can let those slide, right? (laughs) And not, you know, and and so this dominating culture just becomes this. You know, this this fearful manipulative type of situation on both directions. Right. It's not just from the leader down. I mean, it's even the sucks. people are like, how do I, you know? Um, and so, both of you know, if you sit in one of those quadrants, okay, so if you're high support and low challenge, you're in that top left quadrant. Okay. okay that's that protective quadrant. If you're super high challenge, but really low support, you are in that bottom right quadrant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if you take it a step further and you go to that bottom left quadrant, of these two lines, you're in this culture of abdication, where you're bringing low challenge and low support, and you're basically mm. just kind of throwing your hands up, going, "Eh,
0: I don't care." I'm just gonna throw it out you there know, and just see what sticks, huh? You
1: know, you, you have somebody come to you and like, "Man, I really, I, you know, to get this project done, I need a budget of five hundred dollars to get this tool and blah blah blah." You know, mm-hmm. um, this is what it's gonna take. Uh, I don't. We we don't really have five hundred bucks. Mm. Do you want me to get the job done? Well. Sure, I guess. Right. <laughs> so you kind of create this abdication of of responsibility, of uh, just an apathy of like, I show up, I get a paycheck. I really don't even have to do anything. Right. You know, I don't. I don't know why I'm here. Mm-hmm. And you kind of create this expectation that the bar is so low that all I have to do is show up and breathe <laughs> and I'm good, right. <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, that just isn't healthy either. No, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's <worse>. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so what if as leaders, we brought high challenge, okay, appropriate challenge, not, right. not dominating, but right. we bring high challenge and we bring high support that we learn to do both. Even though one is a little bit more natural to us, right. That we can set clear expectations. <coughs> we can set challenge And say, hey, you know, I know last quarter your sales were 100 grand. Mm -hmm. This quarter, I think you can hit 120. Yeah. And you know, here's some pathways to that. So you're setting a challenge. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, we're going to up your goal. You know, I think you can do better than this. Yeah. And here's a pathway to it. Right. Here's a couple of tools. Here's a couple of processes. Here's something maybe that we can sharpen in your presentation or your approach, and we can push this to 120. Yeah. You on board? Yeah. Absolutely. Right? And so what that does is it creates a culture of liberation, that you are creating this culture where people feel free. They're like, man, I've got everything I need Mm -hmm. to be better than I was yesterday. Right. And I have somebody who's in my corner who's showing me the pathway, not just supporting me, but they're also giving me a challenge. Right. Like, you know, going from 100 to 150 grand in one quarter, yeah, that might have been too much. Right, so they're bringing appropriate challenge, something that they know is doable and achievable, and we're, we're we're going for it. Right, and so what that does is it creates a culture of empowerment that you can do your job the way you feel like you were hired to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you create this co- culture of opportunity. That's awesome. That um, you know you can always you know just improve upon yourself and be better. And, and so that quadrant in the upper right, the liberation quadrant, high support, high challenge, leans right into the theme of the podcast, right? Yeah, of, that we are fighting for the highest good of others. Right. And so when you look at your people and the people that you lead, and you say, you know what, I want you to be better. Mm-hmm. And here is a here is a great challenge for you to work on. Here's a couple things I want you to work on, and here's the support you need to, to do it to make it happen to get it done. Yeah. You know, um, you know, imagine what that would do for your teams, for your workplace. Mm-hmm. That would just be. Well, and I think it's great that you,
0: that you commented on what your natural tendency is, because I'm sure recognizing that is huge because I think I'm more of a higher supporter than I am a challenger. Yeah. And I, I have a tendency to lean that way, but it, so now I need to work more on my challenge. So are you challenging me to work
1: more on my challenge? I will will gladly support you in that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's not that people who are high support, it's not that we don't see the challenge that needs to happen. Right. It's, it's bringing it to the table. Right. That's and hard, having conversations about that's it. That's the hard part. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yeah. we worry about, I mean, what are the different things that run through your mind when you're like, man, I really need to bring some challenge?
0: Well, I mean, I don't want to overwhelm overwhelm anybody. Right. Or Or like you said, like, the, like not just because we were talking numbers, like 150,000 versus 100,000. Like, is that too big of a jump? Is it realistic? Do we have enough time to realistically make that happen? Like, that's the other thing that I struggle with. It's like, well, um, in my world, things take different timelines because of the amount of work that it goes along with it. So sometimes it's not even realistic to try to, um, squeeze in any more. And then there's sometimes where things get done super fast and it's like, okay, we gotta, we gotta figure out how far this balance is. Right. <laughs> right. Like, uh, a. What I thought was going to be an eight hour day is now a two hour day. And it's like, oh, crap, I got to come up with more work right. or something like that, you right. know, to, to for, or or think about the next job where
1: mm-hmm.
0: the, I'm teasing those things out as right. an early business entrepreneur. Right.
1: Right. So, I mean, a lot of times I think through it in terms of um, I make decisions for people mm-hmm. like, oh, that might be too bad. Now, I don't know that they have enough bandwidth for that, mm-hmm. but I don't have that conversation with them. Yeah. I don't ask them, you know. Hey, what do you feel about this? And they might be, they might respond incredibly in that moment, going, "Yeah, I really don't like this part of my job," mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh, yeah, that that part can go to someone else." Right, right. Because <laughs> I really want you to do this, and right. you could take on this challenge. And they jump on the opportunity, and they're like, "Yes, let's do it." So, yeah, um, yeah. I mean. Well, and I've even gone down the road. Like, I don't know if you've been down
0: this road or not, but I had somebody where I challenged them, gave them a challenge. They took it on, did an amazing job at it, right? And then they continued to do that job. And then it kind of came around full turn where it was like, hey, by the way, I've enjoyed the challenge. I enjoyed the I enjoy the outcome of this project and the similar projects, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm getting tired of them. And it was like, oh. So... I gave them the challenge, they accepted the challenge, they went and going town on the challenge and then it was like, Hey, um, can we can we go back to where it was before? <laughs> and it was like it threw right. it threw me off. Yeah. Um, because I was trying to support that person
1: and mm-hmm. but it
0: it's interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean communication runs at the heart of all this. This I mean, is so true. 100%. You know, just checking in and that's part, that's a support part of, right. you know, communicating, checking in, hey, how are you doing? How are you coming along Is this meeting what well, we thought it would, you right. know, is are we not just from a business side standpoint but from, right. you know, a personal standpoint too. And all so,
0: the more reason why you need weekly meetings to hang out with your
1: people and make sure that everybody's checking right. in. That's right. That's right. So so if we take this a step further, all right, because you know we're, we want to get to relationships, okay. um, you know how we how we handle some of these things. But um, if we take this a step further, um, a a a healthy leader is one who is being intentional about their actions, mm-hmm. not just accidental. Right. Um, sometimes we accidentally. Fall into support. Sometimes we accidentally fall into challenge. But what if we're intentional about those things? Right. Okay. And we bring healthy support and healthy challenge to um, our our circles of influence. Okay. And what that means is that um, if you imagine five concentric circles, you know, kind of working down into a target, Mm -hmm. um, at the center of the target is you. This is yourself. Okay. That um, we – I mean, while – while well, we may lean to support or challenge in our leadership as, as work, you know, as a boss or as a supervisor, as, you know, uh-huh. a leader in the community, um, what do we do with ourselves? I tend to dominate myself. I tend to bring a lot of challenge to myself in unhealthy ways rather than support. Even though I lean to support with other people, I tend to dominate myself. Oh, you know, you didn't make that deadline, or you didn't do that, or you didn't get that done the way you thought. You couldn't get, you know, I'll, I'll get on myself for, <laughs> you know, here's twelve things I got to get done today, and they're, oh. it's probably twenty four hours of work, right? And I don't get the twelve things done. I'm like, oh, you're an idiot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then I start beating myself up, for, self up for putting twelve things, not three things, you know, right? Right? And so I tend to challenge myself beyond what's healthy, mm-hmm. and I don't give myself support. You know, mm-hmm. if I need to get those twelve things done. Support would be like, well, how long would it take you to get those done? Okay, then space those out over a week or two weeks. Right. You know, let's set appropriate <laughs> steps timelines. along the way, yep. rather than I'm gonna get them all done today. I right. can do it. Right. Right. <laughs> so, true. so how do you how do you lead yourself? Right. You know, and you know, do you do you give yourself the support you need, mm-hmm. the environment? You you know, um, whether that's education or training or um, self care. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, even just, you know, taking a break, taking that day off enables you to achieve more. Right. You know, and having that space. And so are you taking care of yourself? Are you, um, you know, placing unrealistic expectations on yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, so leading ourselves is a absolutely huge thing. Yeah. And it's probably the one that we forget about the most.
0: Mm-hmm. We Good ignore call.
1: it. We ignore it. Good call. Because these circles going outward, uh, the second circle is family. Mm-hmm. Third circle is team. Mm-hmm fourth one is organization. Your fifth circle is community. Right. We tend to think of ourselves in those outer circles. I mean, if you're listening to the podcast right now, think about when we were talking about support challenge in that matrix, what circle were you thinking about in that moment? It, it you're thinking that, more about your team and your organization. Yeah,
0: I was going to say it was never about me. Right. Right. But yet you're telling me I
1: need to start there first. That's where it starts. That's where it starts. Because if oh. you're not healthy... How do you have, in those concentric circles, moving outward, yeah. if you're not healthy at the core of who you are, yeah. how is your family healthy? How is your team healthy, your mm-hmm. organization, and then the community? Because what what integrity does a leader have if you're leading incredibly well at the community level, on that out, outermost circle, Yeah. but inside you're a train wreck, your family's falling apart, and your organization, your business might be doing okay, but your team that you're leading, they don't want to work for you. Mm-hmm. But on the community level, man, you're... You're a genius. Yeah, right. <laughs> what good is that? Right. You know, it just, yeah. So we've got to start at that inside, inside I, circle. We might be doing these podcasts for me. <laughs> yeah. I know that sounds selfish, yeah.
0: but for a split I know. second, I always, I, know.
1: I always enjoy learning about this stuff, Jason. I know. And I feel like I shouldn't ask any deeper questions on this one. So let's move to the next circle. <laughs> that, <sounds good. laughs> um, that next circle is family. So how are we leading those closest to us? Because mm-hmm. this is where our influence Starts, begins. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of our culture talks about power. Mm-hmm. But really, the most important thing is influence. Yes. Power just... Power. Power mm-hmm. is the challenge that it dominates. Mm-hmm. And influence is what liberates people. Yes. You know, you're bringing support. You're bringing challenge both. Helping change. Yeah. And so how are you leading... Your family, uh-huh. when it comes to your spouse, your kids, you know, even your extended family—your parents, your siblings, your aunts and uncles—you know, how do you, how do you bring influence to their lives? Right, and that's a, man, that's a touchy one too. Right, because because you know? they get to see all your dirt. Yeah, and it might be easy for me to dominate myself, and it might be easy for me to bring support to my team. That, uh-huh. yeah, you know, that that's hard. It is hard. That's hard in your family. Yeah, totally and then is. you get teenagers. Right, and there's and that. your your difficulty level skyrockets. Skyrockets.
0: Right? <laughs> I was just telling somebody the other day. I was like, the, when the kids come around, like at the beginning of life, is always intense because you're the only person. And mm-hmm.
1: then they get to the teens, and then, and then that's a whole new new level of hard. <laughs> right. Because I mean, if you think about your kids, um, or if you're going to have kids, <laughs> right. When you have a baby, it's all about support.
0: Yes. You can't 20, challenge. Four, seven.
1: Yeah, I mean, you don't look at your six month old and be like, "Get out there and make some money," right? <laughs> you can eat you know? as soon as you make it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're you're guiding them to learn to sit up, to take their you know first steps, you know, to learn to eat on their own. Right. You know, um, right. I mean, how many? I think I've used this before. Uh, you know, like building Legos with your kids. Mm-hmm. At some point, you build it for them, right? And they come and they knock it over, right? right. And then. Eventually, they start placing their hand on yours to, and you guide them. This is how you put the blocks on, and then you start guiding their hand. You know, it switches roles there, mm-hmm. and eventually, they're the ones building it yep. on their own, right. Right? right? And so, that's the support and challenge in a very, you know, uh, visible way yeah. as we teach our kids. And then, you know, as they get older, as they get older, you start bringing more challenge to the table mm-hmm. of more responsibility. Okay, at seven years old, what? what responsibility can they, 10 years, 15 years old. Yeah. And then they get driver's license. That's another level of challenge. Right. right. And so how do we build that so that when they become an adult, they feel liberated to go and thrive. Right. You know, that if you never bring challenge to your kids and they graduate high school and go off into the world and they've never been challenged to do certain things, mm-hmm. they're going to struggle. Right. And so as parents, we have to learn to, to hit that balance and um yeah that's that's a very visible example right of how support grows through our lives so you know then you look at team how do you lead your team and you look at your business your organization um you know the wider influence there mm-hmm. and then your influence in the community right you know and how are you bringing intentional influence support right. and challenge to all three of these areas and and it definitely starts from the center and works its way out right oh it does. just like that like it does it is
0: just definitely something like if it's not healthy in the center
1: it's really hard yeah. for it to be healthy on the outside you know i didn't think about it but when we first saw each other this morning mm-hmm. the first question we asked was okay on a scale of one to ten where you? At? how's how's chris wood how's jason kemp right yeah. right right <laughs> but then we also qualified okay but on the outside or on the inside right <laughs> there's two different numbers sometimes right, right? sometimes <laughs> so and, and that's what we're talking about here you know the further out you get on the rings you're you know how, how good are you right. could be very different than that very center circle mm-hmm. and that family circle of, uh, you know, actually I'm sitting more as a four on the inside, but on the outside I'm, I'm cooking along at an eight. Yeah. You know, how do exactly. we, how do we align those things? We have to start at the center. Mm-hmm. We have to start at the self. So true. Yeah. And so now comes about the conversation that we had, um, with this group that I'm a, a part of, we, right. you know, a handful of us get together business leaders and we talk about, you know, different things about business and, and stuff. And the topic came up about how do you manage your workships, mm-hmm. your friendships and your workships? Because sometimes you have people come to the job that you've known prior to outside of work. Right. And so it starts as a friendship and then it becomes a workship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how do you how do you navigate that? How do you right. keep the friendship? How do you keep, you know, but how do you, you know, if you've never brought solid challenge to that friendship, mm-hmm. suddenly you're in a work relationship. And you have to bring challenge. Yeah. And that feels very foreign. Right. Because of the friendship, right? Right. Other times relations starts relationships start in the workplace. <coughs> and so challenge is a part of it. Right. But then, you know, how do you man, you know, I really click with this guy, you know. Right. How do we how do we have a friendship outside of work now? <laughs> yes. It's a real thing. You know? And if I'm start, you know, if you know, a person that you're leading in the business you know, starts uh, being a little more transparent about their home life and mm-hmm. they're going, but how's this going to affect my work? Right. You know, right. how's my supervisor? You know, yeah. We're kind of friends, but are we friends? I don't know. Rick. Can I go there? You know, can I share some of my dirty laundry with him or, or none? Right. <laughs> right. You know, and, and then I've, you know, I've talked to business leaders. <laughs> One flat out said, never hire friends and family. Yep. Worst thing that could ever happen I in your business. That. Never hire. And then I talked to another one a couple of weeks ago that's like, oh, yeah, I've, I've known this kid for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and they're hiring friends and family. Right. Husband and wife working together in the business.
0: Right. You know? <laughs> that's, that's kind of a little scary to me. Okay. <laughs> the, whole, the whole husband wife thing. It's like my wife and I could never work together. But I uh, get it. There's a right. lot of
1: people that can. Right. And so, you know, I think it all boils back down to what type of leader you are. Right. You know, are you, you know, thinking about your circles of influence? Are you managing yourself? Well, are you, are you influencing yourself and your family? Um, and so how does that work into your team? Uh And so, you know, I think, um, there's certainly some family members that I think I could work really well with.
0: Right. Um, well, and I think, I mean, if you go through some of this, like you quickly realize that, um, there's strengths, right? We each have our strengths. And so there's a time and a place to be able to, and I mean we were just talking about this the vulnerability being vulnerable to your team is not easy right right so right and and then and then you tack on the idea that I mean that's what it comes down to at some level right because of the fact that your workshops or your friendships are are vulnerable at different levels so at some level like Am I choosing to go to the next level with my workshops to be that vulnerable to share my personal stuff with them? And it's hard. It's a hard decision to it make. Is. And it's not always – it can be exploited. I know people who have I'm, – I'm pretty sure I can't – I'm pretty sure I've talked to people who have tried to be vulnerable in the midst of something that they were dealing with personally Mm -hmm. And got exploited at work and ended up losing their job or it got exploited to the point where it didn't go well. So then the leadership, instead of trying to give them the level of support and challenge that they needed to help liberate them or help empower them in that process, Mm -hmm. ended up turning around to be such a negative that – and maybe that was a blessing in disguise, but it didn't feel like that for the person at the time. Right? right, because instead of being challenged and supported, they were um, taken advantage of and then lost their job. Don't right. you know anything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it's totally
1: it's a it's a dynamic that's it is not it is. easy. Yeah, and uh, give a shout out to our friend Thomas Burris. Hey, Thomas, um, he's a part of the group with me. He was yeah. one of our interviews early on. Uh, yes, Ying, he was. You can search back and look for that. Um, he was talking about how. Relationships um, and trust go hand in hand, right? You know, right. If, and he he talked about the analogy of fishing, mm-hmm. that uh, you know it's like you're fishing in someone else's pond, and you're kind of you know you're you're dropping the lure in to see how mm-hmm. how, how much they bite, <laughs> right? <laughs> or if they just swim around and ignore you, mm-hmm. <laughs> or you know they're you know they're a big shark and they grab it and drag you to the depths, right? Right. You know, he's you know he's like I I I feel like I I toss it in another person's pond to see how they respond right how they respond and when i see that then you know if it's reciprocated they toss something in my pond and i'll respond appropriately you know you just you start layering through these levels of trust and Mm -hmm. you get deeper and deeper and the transparency you know because some people in the workplace that's the dividing line right nothing personal ever comes into the mix right and other people are like man I. I'm an open book. I want you to, you know, right. And so, how do you, how do you gauge that with one another? And so, I love that fishing analogy of, you know, just really good, just seeing where somebody, you know, and if they ever reciprocate. If they don't reciprocate, what do you do? Well, I mean, like you're saying, like, or they, they
0: latch on and so tightly they start. Dragging you down right. to the bottom of the pond, right? And you got to cut your line. You're, you're like, like,
1: well, I just shared a little too much. I'm getting my head bit off now, right? You know?
0: exactly. Yeah. This is going to a, a level that's not not healthy, right? Right. So,
1: yeah. So navigating that, you know, some of those relationships are really um, it, it can be touching. And how many? How many's in that group? Uh, that group? Eight or nine of us.
0: So did yeah. you did you get a pretty consistent? Uh, uh, conversation about the fact that people they all struggle, everybody struggles with it a little bit,
1: or no? Oh, it, it was across the board. Okay. It was, um, <clears throat> I mean, everybody. We all had questions. You know, how does this work out? How do I do this? You know, yeah. There was something we were all trying to figure out. Absolutely. Okay. Um, but what was interesting was in that group, we had one person who was like, "There's absolutely no mixing." Like. Oh the people at work are work people right. and friends are friends there is no overlap and you know most of the people in it were kind of like yeah there's there's a lot of different dynamics of overlap and and then uh, there was one person in the group that was like well um, everybody's kind of a workship because of the type of organization they serve and they're hired to be a oh. part of that even friendships in that organization somehow relate back to the job and so technically everything's a workship Oh wow! And it was like it was just this whole vast spectrum of how we navigate these things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it was really it was really fascinating. It was one of our best conversations we've ever had. That's awesome. Uh, just talking through that. So yeah, I
0: guess if you thought that everybody was a workship, or started as a workship, right, and you could never become friendships out of that, right, that would be a rough place. It'd be very um, a very um, what's the word I'm looking for a very um, you wouldn't have a lot of friends. I mean, you'd be in—you'd be almost in solitude.
1: Yeah, you'd never know what is truly transparent and truly genuine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it'd just be a absolutely very uncomfortable spot mm-hmm. to be sitting there alone. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred hmm. percent. And I think about you know you and I—we've got a couple of interesting <laughs> dynamics, don't we? Oh yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> my my son is one of your first employees. At, yes. In one of your businesses. Right. You know, and so here's my adult son, my firstborn, Mm -hmm. working for you and man, that can kind of cloud (laughs) lines of communication. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and so how do we you know, I, I feel like we've navigated that really well, mm-hmm. um, you know, as friends. Right. You know, and then we start doing podcasts together. We start talking business together. Right. So we've kind of got this little work relationship going on. Right. Even though we're not making money off of it. But, right, right, right. You know, <laughs> that's that's another, another conversation for another day. Right. Um, but then there's still the personal dynamics. and Right. You know, and then we've got other teenagers at home and spouses. You know, we've got, um, you know, the dynamics really are fascinating that when you start looking at – how do you build trust with others? Mm-hmm. And I think it goes back to that support and challenge every time. Yeah, I That agree. when you are supporting people and you are challenging them to be better, yep. that you are truly fighting for their highest good. Right. That no matter what they come to the table with, whether it's personal, family, work, right. or anything, yeah. when they come to the table with whatever they're throwing mm-hmm. <laughs> and you are truly out for their highest good. Right. I'm going to bring the sport. I'm yeah. going to bring the challenge. Yeah. And liberation happens in those relationships. Right. And that's a beautiful day.
0: Yeah. And I think that, you know, I don't, I truly think that, um, I know there probably on our days when we don't even do it that great at, mm-hmm. s- at some level. The fact that we're trying to get there to try to help the people around us to get to in that liberation setup has got to be huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, and just the fact that we're, we're not perfect at it, right right I mean even if uh, we should probably not start a business together because we probably have too many crossovers <laughs> but um, I'm just joking um, but as we grow in these different things, it is definitely one of those things that it's there's there's some things that um, can create some different dynamic issues right and some you know as and as we work with more people, it is definitely um, uh, it's not going to be easy but we also know that like you said our mm-hmm. we we want their highest good for for the whole for right. that person right and we want to bring that support we want to bring that challenge to mm-hmm. give that liberation because that is where i think it all makes sense
1: right right so i think i mean communication is the key yeah so if you hire a friend or you mm-hmm. hire a family member right to have a conversation up front saying there is going to be challenge to this, mm-hmm. this, you don't get a free ride because you're my cousin or you're, you know right. Right. Um, you're my best friend's kiddo, you know, right. you don't get a free ride. Right. There's still going to be challenged. There's still, still um, work yeah. to get done. And uh, that was one of the things that, um, uh, one of the other guys in the group said, um, hopefully one of our future, uh, future Five. interviews. Yeah. Right, Bo. Um, <laughs> 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 not, not going to call you out or anything, but, right, right, right. uh, <laughs> By the way, we have a spot next week. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, but he made the comment. He said, you know, oftentimes a friend becomes a client. And right up front, I tell them, you can fire me, but you can't fire me as a friend.
0: Mm.
1: And so is up front saying there's friendship and then there's workship. <clears throat> and you can fire me from my work from our workshop mm-hmm. You know, is you're my client. You can you can cancel me with that. But you cannot fire me as a friend. Mm-hmm. We're not going to let that stand in the way of our friendship. Oh, good call. And so he communicates that up front and right. is setting very, that you, expectation. Yeah. and so that creates a freedom, liberation. at right. there. Oh yeah, <laughs> it creates support and challenge of right. you can you can do what you feel is right for your family in this work relationship. Right. And it's not going to affect our friendship. Right. You know. And so that's that's huge. Which
0: I mean, that's very that's very bold and very strong. It that's is. Aw- that's awesome. It is. And I'm sure that because there's so many times where there's a run over. Yeah. You know, the feelings have run over and, and just, but yeah. that's awesome to set that up front, up front early on. Right.
1: Right. So maybe next week we'll talk about, um, uh, setting, uh, how to communicate clear expectations. Yeah. Cause clear I think this is a where it's huge at. key to it. And that's another tool we've, we've touched on that in the podcast in the past, but maybe I'm we should sure. bring that back. So maybe we will. Sounds, sounds good. Sounds good to me. Hey guys. Um, thanks, thanks for listening, for hanging out. Yeah. And if you've got, uh, some workshops and friendships that you're, got the lines blurred on. Yep. You know, think through, support, challenge, communicate. Yeah. Think through these things. These are um, great tools. Yeah. And if you're, you know, if you're listening going, "Ah, crud, I've totally I've totally not paid attention to that self circle in the very center. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta pay attention to me. Um, Give your space, self space, give yourself permission, support yourself Right. (laughs) to give yourself space to do that because all those all those other circles depend on you.
0: And that's just going to be something that's just for that person mm-hmm. it's, it's going to look
1: different for everybody yeah I mean you can move to a different community get a different start yep you can move to another business yep you can start leading a different team sometimes but it's when it comes s- to yourself and your family that's yeah it's one shot yep you know um, well especially with yourself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so be intentional lead yourself well so that you can lead others well right so yeah give us a like give us a listen Thumb- comment Thumbs yep. up. Email us if you got a topic, you got a question, you got a something going on. Should've let us know. That. We'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Have a great day. See you next time on Leading Surf. Sounds good.